I bet you're starting to think about getting organized in 2023. We have the perfect thing for you. You hear us share about 90 day habits all the time. We just came out with a brand new product. It's a 12 month planner and it has everything you could possibly need for the next 12 months as you plan out every part of your business, your daily dues, your week at a glance, your month at a glance, goals, literally everything you could possibly need in one spot. So if you do not already have your planner, head over to 90dayhabits.co and go get your copy now. This is also a great gift for a teammate and we'll drop the link in the show notes. Dark, the dark force is the dark energy, whatever you want to call it. It's still good because when it comes into your life and it presents an obstacle personally or collectively as a couple, it is, it is meant then in that moment to stretch you into becoming a greater version of yourself. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Ooh, you are in for a treat. We have someone super special coming on today. This is actually our very first guest of the year. And I'm excited for you to learn about her. So today we have on Christy Dryling, and she has been in network marketing for over 20 years. She's top 1% of her network marketing company. She's the author of four different books, Holes in My Socks, which is a children's book, book, Gather, LOL, The Shift, which is all about how she went from being homeless to having a multi-million dollar business. She's the owner of visualizevideo.com, which I understand is like virtual or like digital vision boards. And she has all sorts of other products like cosmic love oil and master classes. She has her master's in metaphysics. And you can register for her energy of money masterclass on her website, which is www.christydryling.com. You guys are going to see when you listen to this episode, how magical she is. That bio doesn't even matter. That's just so you know who you're talking to, but you are going to feel her aura, her energy, her positivity, all the goodness come through this episode. So with that said, let's dive in. Wade and I are so, so, so thrilled to have our very first guest on Getting Magnetic of 2023. This is actually a dear friend of ours someone that we admire and look up to. She has so much wisdom. She is such a heart-led leader. She is someone that I feel so safe around and truly is like such a healer. She has a beautiful way of holding space for you. And this was very last minute, but we literally texted her and was like, we need to have you on Getting Magnetic because your energy needs to flow through to everyone's ears and people are going to benefit from this. So with that said, Christy, welcome to Getting Magnetic. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. What an honor. And what's even more beautiful is I'm sitting at this beautiful retreat center in Paia, Maui, just taking in all the magic of Maui while I'm here with you. So it couldn't be more perfect to share the light. Mm, I love it. Christy, I look at always as like a visionary and mm. just so amazing to be around. And yeah, just that, like the energy, your aura, everything. Christy, I was reading, I or I saw 
something about before we even get into anything, what was it about Maui and the feminine energy and the connection there and the latitude longitude or something like, I would need to know that I should probably go read the blog, but yeah, no, that's great. So there's actually heart chakras across, uh, well, right here in Maui at the at the volcano. So we have chakras across the planet, and one just happens to be here. I don't know if you ever feel when you come to Maui that your heart just opens up. Yes. Yeah, and so that's because there the energy of the volcano resonates with the same energy frequency of the heart. Wow. Now I yeah. want to look up where other heart chakra places are. <laughs> Well, there, the, there's only a heart chakra here. If, oh. Forgive me for my speech. Um, the like, the, there's a root chakra. Then there's the crown chakra, and there's oh. different places around the planet um, that open up those particular aspects of our our chakras. So wow. that yeah. makes so yeah. much sense because Maui really is a feeling. Yeah. Like when you're there, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel so open, open and alive and like full of loving love. and friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it does some cleansing too, if you've noticed, like, I know the first couple of days here, I was a little bit kind of off centered Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to just like get grounded, get my grounding. And, uh, you know, uh, she just, she just soaks you in. She just, if you, once you get into the water, once you put your feet on the ground, you, Mm -hmm. you're able to get re-centered in connection with your truth. Mm. And that's what I love about Maui is it really lets go of what needs to be let go of. Mm. if you're open to receive it's going to then plant inside of us that which we need to germinate in our lives so it's a beautiful place so good everyone's booking a flight to maui right yeah, now yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay so we invited you on today because as we're rounding out this january vision topic that we've been on the last few weeks we thought who better to have on than christy because we look at you as such a visionary and someone that has built such a beautiful life and someone that is like the ultimate like attraction queen and manifester and just i just admire you so much and i'm always like how do i be more like christy (laughs) um actually i in preparation for this i pulled back out your book gather. And I had to read this part because I just, I love this. You said, it is my sincere belief that we are all artists in our own ways. We have come here to this beautiful planet to share our beauty, not to be frightened by it or afraid of the light in others. We are the creators of our world and the creators of the world. And I'm like, wow, that's like literally the perfect thing to read. Guys, you you need read Christie's book. She's an author. She's so many different things. She's a serial entrepreneur. She's just so incredible. But with all that said, Christy, I'd love for you to start by introducing yourself to our listeners, sharing whatever's on your heart a little bit about you, your story, your upbringing. When I think of you and just different parts of your story that I've heard, I think of you as like someone that's like a thriver. Like I could say survivor, but like you've been through a lot of stuff in your life. You've been through a lot of trauma, if it's okay to say that. And um, as someone else that's also been through a lot of trauma, I like see that in you. And I see that you could have um, gone one way in life, but you like chose the higher route. And it's like so inspiring to me because you've been through some really hard things and you continue to persevere. So I'd love to have you just freely flow and share who is Christy. Oh, well, thank you. It's so funny when I, (laughs) I love it when people read aspects of my, or different things from my books, because I, I'm like, Oh, that was good. I, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny because I don't remember a lot of them because it is a lot of it's channeled through me. And especially when you're a vessel for the light, it, it comes through us every single day. I mean, our soul, is speaking to us. God is speaking to us 
constantly about where we should go and what we should do. And I really feel like, um, you know, from a young age, because there was so much trauma, because I didn't feel safe and secure, I had many fathers that were drug addictive and abusive. I watched horrific things happen to my mother. I mean, one just um, example on Christmas Day, my stepfather shot me with a BB gun. And, you know, I, I, it was such a horrible experience of feeling this neglect. And of course, there's people who have experienced much worse. So it's not about, you know, how much trauma you've experienced or how little trauma or woe is me. I believe that, you know, that stuff occurred for me, for me. It happened to me, for me. It allowed me to recognize what I didn't want. And if I would have been comfortable and complacent, I would have stayed around a little bit longer. But because of that, because of those experiences, I said, I got to get out of touch. And so I think what we have to do is we have to really pay attention to the clues that we're getting. And a lot of times when things are happening to us, it is happening for us because it's opening us up to becoming more resilient in our spiritual, in our spiritual truth. So I, I, I like to call myself the spiritual spotter for a reason, because just like you go to the gym, Wade, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you need someone to spot you because you're pushing to your max. And a lot of times when it comes to, to our spirituality, we don't have someone there that's pushing us into our spiritual potential. So we might take the easy road. We might not have the conversation. We might not, you know, face the hard truth or the reality. We may be too comfortable to change directions. So what we do is we just ignore the signs. We're not paying attention or we feed energy to the wrong things. So we might play a victim. We say, oh, woe is me. Look at what's happening to mine. Instead, using that energy to say, wow, this is an amazing opportunity to, to call in, you know, people that I can love, that I love and trust to help and assist me and spot me in this difficult time um, that I'm navigating through some muddy waters, because you all know the lotus grows in the mud, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's a little bit of, you know, the past there, but hopefully guys, I want to share with you, I don't want to take up too much time talking here, but I want to share a couple of stories of how I manifested not only true, beautiful love, um, but even just recently a dream that I had had uh, as a young child that just popped up and now um, uh, I have a, a major opportunity that's presented itself because I planted the seed of desire. So if you want to talk about that, I'd, I'd love yes. to talk about that. Yes, let's hear it. Visionary, Christy Dryling, I want to hear it all. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, I had just went through a divorce with my ex-husband. We've been married for over 20 years. And the one thing about what spirit does, what the universe does is if you are not listening to the knock on the door, you're going to get a wake up call. You're going to get, if you're not paying attention to your partner, if you're not giving them the love, affection and connection attention, then one day they're going to wake up and you're going to wake up and they're gone. It might be your health. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to get a diagnosis. It might be your finances. One day you wake up and you have to file bankruptcy. It's like, it's, it's something we have to really pay attention to all aspects of the, of our life. It's important to us. And I wasn't listening for a very long time that my heart was not satisfied in my, in my, my, my partnership, because we had tried for so long, I had tried, but the other partner was not matching me. And so, um, I kind of gave up one day. I just put it out there and I said, God, okay, I really want more love. And I, I didn't put it, um, I didn't intentionalize. I wanted a new partner. I just said, I want more love. 
Well, a couple of weeks later, a person walks into my life and um, completely opens up my heart. I find out for the first time in my life, I've never felt love before. And now I feel love. It wasn't the most uh, beautiful circumstances. It wasn't easy, which thankfully it wasn't because um, it attracted me to my current partner. So I went down that road. I left my relationship with my ex-husband, tried to start a different relationship, didn't work. And so I was devastated, as you can imagine. I was like crushed, falling in love for the very first time, and now it's not working. So I, a good friend of mine um, had worked with Bob Proctor, and he had said, I want to tell you how I attracted the love of my life. And I was like, okay, I'm all open here. So I got a board, okay, kind of like, you know how you do vision boards, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I got a vision board and I put a circle and I put my lover, my best friend, and I put it around the vision board, every aspect that I wanted to manifest in my relationship with my partner. And I felt it, you know, um, and I didn't leave anything out except mm. for I left out. He, I left out. I want him to be a good cook because my ex-husband was a really great cook. And I thought, well, there's no way I'm going to get it all. <laughs> ah. So I did, I did leave it out. And so um, every day in my journal, I just, I wrote my dream of how I wanted to wake up with this person, what it was like, we meditate together, we grow together, we travel together, all these things. It was just like really imagining it and feeling it and breathing it, breathing into it. And then I just said, it's coming. I have no idea. I have no idea when, but it's, he's there. He's in my vortex. So it'll be my next book where I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all the magical details that unfolded for us to actually meet each other. But a couple of months after that, we met each other and it was in the avocado section of the grocery store in Mount Shasta, California. And it, it, it gets even more profound, but that was a great example of really starting every day out with an intention, whether it's for your business whether it's for your relationship, whether it's for any aspect of your life, you have to start everything with an intention. So that's just one. Mm. I'm like, I'm that just got imprinted in my brain. I love that. Yeah. So I know you guys mentor a lot of business people. So this can work for business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I attracted my first multi-million dollar producer in Australia, I did, I wish I was actually autographing my children's book to Will Smith, their, his son. And in that energy, I felt this download of like, it told me exactly what to do. And I, 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 I imagine I wanted her to be blonde. I wanted her to do aerobic, be an aerobics teacher. It was just like, I had this created this vision of who she was. And she was like, world class power, just like, in, just everything. She was more than more intentional than me. And guess what? I attracted that. <laughs> she was that she taught aerobics. She owned um, a clothing store. And in her journal, years before she met me, she wrote that her uh, her dream car was also the same car in the same color as my dream car. Wow. Oh, wow. I love yeah. it. The, the connection. I think two things I really heard there and like really taking away from it is the concept of like life will start by whispering at you, mm -hmm. good and bad. It, it'll just be whispers. And, and, a lot of times we don't pay attention to the whispers, whether it's like, hey, go after that, that tug on your heart, like go after it, like go, hey, move here, hey, whatever, or hey, your partner's whispering, like sending you whispers, like needs more love, needs more whatever. And they all start as whispers. And if we don't pay attention to them, if our, our intuition, if we don't hear them, if we aren't open to them, if we shut them out, 
they eventually get louder and louder until their screams, like you said, where it's like, all of a sudden it's a diagnosis or your partner leaving you or financial insecurity. We're like, hey, we're whispering you to go after that side hustle or start that business or move or give your partner more love or whatever. So that has been a huge thing and really just paying attention to the whispers of life and the signs of life and being grounded and open to it and keeping your your mind, your eyes, your ears, and your especially your heart like open and just listening because life, God, your intuition is all going to like guide you in the right direction. And then two, my second takeaway, getting so specific on what you want, like so clear and specific detail, on yeah. it, like the detail, whether it was you kind of envisioning and your your new partner, your love, or it was your business partner, like getting so clear and specific on it and then exercising your vision and like writing it in your journal daily and feeling the feelings of it. And we kind of did cover some of that last week on our episode, but I think those are just such beautiful practices and beautiful takeaways from from your story. I love it. And we we know your partner now and he's amazing and you guys have such a good energetic connection. And Seriously. so I'd love to see it and love to know the backstory. Well, it's so funny. We have a great energetic connection, but it's also very much a fire one too. Like I was telling Sandy the other day, like it is passion and fire and growth, but we also challenge each other to mm -hmm. overcome our shadow. And, you know, it is about like each of us holding space for each other for that mirror. And, you know, he's showing me what's, what my weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. And he's like, um, you can do better. And I look, at, I show him, you can do better. And, and, and he, there's also, it's like, there, you know, we just had a thing a couple of days ago and he's like, okay, you know what? You need to heal this. And I'm like, yes, I do. I do oh. that, you know? And it's like, it's, he's like, you can do better. You can do better. And I think that that's the beauty. There's this balance as partners. Like some of us just expect, well, you've got to change you got to change. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's about holding space for each other to really manifest and, un, you know, unfold into the divine, the divine being that we're meant to be. And that's without judgment. That's not like sitting there and being like, Oh, like, like I, I might say, well, you know, you really need to fix this or else I'm leaving. It's like, no, okay. I love you. I've chose you. I want to be with you. So what, how can I help you develop tools so this will, I can support your growth through this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a divine partnership because I think what we do is we're so quick to say, oh, well, you know what? If it's broken, I'm just going to get rid of it and get a new one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I actually want to dive deeper into this because we've kind of rebranded this year in 2023 into Getting Magnetic, the love and business podcast because Sandy and I do it together. We're married. We have businesses together. We do all the things together. And I love that you... And your partner like can kind of call each other out or be like, hey, you need to heal this or which I think is so important. And I think probably so many people can relate. It's hard to like call your partner out or like that's not the right terminology before it. But like what specifically and it may be your personalities, but like how do you guys navigate that? How can other couples out there listening navigate like constructive feedback together, growing together, setting visions together? Like how, how do you guys do it? Like what tools can you kind of provide the audience? Well, it's really interesting because um, we're still always working. We're actually headed to a relationship retreat after I leave Australia. So we can continue to work together, but we do study Kabbalah together. It's something, um, Kabbalah1.com is an amazing, it's not 
it's not religion. It's it's just taking spiritual wisdom and science and putting it together to help you to to just reflect on your daily life and apply practical tools. So for one thing that it teaches us is when you get triggered, because we all get triggered by our partner, right? Mm-hmm. When we get triggered, we just say pause. And to ourselves, we say, what a pleasure. What a pleasure that I've asked for this this divine human to present to me this trigger to help me to heal it. Okay. And in that moment, we're actually paying gratitude to them. We're not, we're not sending energy to them. Like, Oh my gosh, you did this again. You did that again, but we're pausing and what a pleasure. We never need to react in the moment because when we're in a heated moment, we're always going to react rather than respond. Mm. And that's so hard to do. Okay. It's so hard to do, but we had this little moment the other day and he's doing really good because he has more, he has me. I cry. He get, has anger. He gets angry. <laughs> so I cry when he gets angry. I never mm-hmm. used to do that. I would just fight back, but now I just cry if he gets angry. So he's just like pausing. He's hearing my, my healing, what's coming out, what I'm struggling with. And he's just pausing. He's just listening. I'm like, wow, this is really conscious i'm so proud of you babe like this is good and and we we were there but we 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 didn't make it all the way i mean we halfway through it's like oh my gosh it was like a a a fight and then it was Mm -hmm. like then we then we healed it and we could look at it from each other's perspective we both had to meet in the middle we had to say i see you i see what you're saying i'm sorry so i love the um i wrote it on my story that i can never say the hope of a ono prayer I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And sometimes I just say that to him because like I, in the heat of the moments, a lot of times I can't see my ego. Mm. I might just be in protection mode or he might be in protection mode. So if I just say that to him, then we become, we, we get onto the same team rather than opposing each other, right. And trying to defend ourselves or trying to see who's going to be right. Right. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I need to start doing that. <laughs> that it's powerful. The sending, like receiving and sending gratitude when you get triggered is like, this is my person, my love, my divine partner, something. And they're te- through this trigger that I've been triggered. They're teaching me something within myself. How can I explore that and send gratitude back to them? If if we all did that, wow, everyone would have, the divorce rate would be zero. Zero, zero. <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. I love that. You know, I was going through some men's work stuff recently, and we were talking about kind of triggers like this within our relationship, marriage, et cetera. And it was like similar in the sense, it was kind of a tool where it was like, first identify your triggers. Like most times we don't even know we're triggered. So it's like what, you know, it's when you get irritated, agitated, maybe it's, you get quiet or it's you get loud and angry or you cry or whatever your your triggers are. You're like, oh my gosh, I was just triggered. And then before reacting, just reacting, it's like, can you step back, pause, same thing, pause, and do some level of breath work and, and regulate yourself and ground down. And so it was like a box breath, four seconds in, four seconds hold, four out, four hold, and just do three rounds of that and then approach back the situation or if you need to walk away and be like babe i need a moment here i'll revisit like whatever it is was uh is huge and i've i've been thinking about it a lot and like trying to implement that more but i think that's huge is is understanding when you get triggered how to 
how to maneuver that and how to come back together. I love the sending gratitude within the trigger. That's amazing. That's next level. Oh my gosh. Well, and the other thing I've asked him to do for me, um, because listen, a lot at different seasons of our life, we're going to have different triggers pop up. It's just, it's just the way it is. Like things that I thought I healed back when I was you guys' age, I hadn't healed yet. And it pops up in this relationship. And so one thing that had popped up was not feeling like I was enough. You know, like I, I, I was never enoughing myself. I'm not, I'm not athletic, you know, I'm not fit enough. I'm not spiritual enough. I'm not whatever it might be. And so I've asked him if I'm feeling like insecurity or something that's my trigger right now, please just look at me and say, you are enough. And I love you. Even if you feel like it's personal and it's an, you think it's about you, it's never about you. It's about in that moment, I'm just not feeling like I'm a good enough mother or I'm not feeling like I'm a good enough partner. And, you know, and I, I don't feel like I'm worthy enough for the love that you want to give me or share with me. And I just need you to hold that space and say, you are enough and remind me of who I am. And there's been many times he'll just look at me and say, you're enough, baby. And I'm like, oh, I melt, you know? You're like, that's I exactly melt. what I need. Mm-hmm. So simple. I love that you identified that too. And you're like, this is what I need when this is happening. You know, my instinct, it must be wrapped in my DNA <laughs> when there is a heated situation is to be like extremely defensive and like fire blazing. Like I'm going to win the fight. Like it can get nasty. Like that's how mm-hmm. I am. That's how I was built. <laughs> and I'm not proud of that. And that's something I very like consciously worked to rewire. So when Wade and I get into heated situations, it's very rare now that I'll like lash out, but like that used to be me. So when I get upset, what I've realized is I have to be like, I can't talk right now. I need to just process this because I don't want to say something I don't mean. I don't want to like be unproud of the way that I talk to him or ever have our children see like so much of my trauma is like in seeing how my mom would react to fights or how she would scream at us or some of the things that she would say was so damaging. I can like still hear it. And I never want to repeat that. I'm like so conscious of breaking that. And so Wade's nature is to address it right there in that moment. Let's talk about it. No, sit down. Let's talk. And then I'm like, don't fucking tell me to sit down right now. I can't talk to you. And so then we get like super heated. So we've kind she of like storms off and walks away. I'm like, wait, we're, and I'm we like, can't leave I'm, this unresolved. I'm, like, I'm trying to be better. And the only way I can be better is if I have space right now, because I don't want to react like instinctually the way that my body is telling me to react. I want to be better. I want to be a higher version. And so we've compromised. And like when we, it doesn't happen a lot, but when we do get in like heated situations, often he knows we know like we're going to address this in a little bit. I'm going to like go for a walk or take a shower or I just need a little bit of space and I'm going to really think through. And then also like we learned this in premarital therapy, but active listening, like repeating back because it's so easy to jump to assumptions or assume like you said this and it made me feel like this when that might not be their intention. So when we come back, it's like, okay, I'm ready to talk about this. The way that I perceived this or like the way that it felt to me when you said this was this, is that what you meant? And often it's like, no, that was not what I meant. And it's like, okay, good. You know, so, so much of it is just like, so much of relationship comes down to like good communication and it's so hard, but it's so worth like doing the work. Well, and I used to respond just the way you did too, because my mom is like Aaron Brockovich on steroids. So I would do exactly what she did. And then I swing all the way to the other side. And now I'm look, I'm just finding myself right back in that middle, middle ground. And 
Um, I'm also a lot like Wade where I want to fix it right away. And um, Gon's is like, I just need, I just need space. Da, da, da. And he's able to like you. Right. And for me, cause I have, I've realized I had more of an, my attachment style was um, uh, more anxious because of abandonment stuff when I was younger. So I just want to fix that. I want everyone to be happy. Da, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, I just need to breathe. I just need to give me a minute. And so mm-hmm. I've had to really practice at that and say, okay, I, you know, it's all good. Like, whatever it's going to be, he needs a space. And we usually come back around and we're really, we call ourselves out and we recognize, we take responsibility. And that's another big, just take responsibility Mm. for, for your wounding. And if you've hurt, you've said something, which we all do. And sometimes it's unintentional, but imagine my partner's from Argentina. So there's a language barrier on top Mm -hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So there's been so many times I'm like, can you please share with me more as to what that, what you know? <laughs> I, I really it. don't understand, but yeah. I yeah, think this is, you know, I think this is so important too. like this kind of the, the relationship aspect and coming together, because I think of the quote, it's an African proverb. If, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And so even though it seems like we're talking about how do we resolve fights or whatever, and coming back to kind of the theme we were talking about of, of vision, but if you want to go far, you got to go together. I think in life, like it's easier to be a lone wolf and accomplish things on your own. But really what as humans, we find such joy and love and fulfillment in connection, in love, in in growing love. And, you know, when you think about what, what's the meaning of life, it really, what really matters at the end of people's lives is that love and their relationships. And so in having a vision for your life, I think a big part of that for just inherently in humans is doing it together with people. And a part of that, it's harder actually probably to, to do it together because it's not just you, you can't just operate in a vacuum by yourself. You got to take other people's feelings, their thoughts, their visions, their actions into account and do it together. And that's something Sandy and I are always constantly navigating. And I think that's life. But how do you and Gans, your partner, come together and think like vision for for your life? Like, how do you go cast and create that? Why is it so important? Like, as people think about, because I think I see some couples where they're you know, one might go to work, the other might not in their vision, like for their life isn't necessarily aligned. They aren't going towards the same things, but I see you guys are. And I think Sandy and I aim to do that as well. Like, how do you guys do that? Oh, I, again, the word we use a lot is intention, mm-hmm. right? And I love, I heard Oprah say the other day, I don't go into a meeting without asking myself, what is the intention of mm. this? And I feel like that's kind of like a mantra that we have to constantly remind ourselves, what's the intention of where the direction we're going, where, what, where are we wanting to go? And another thing is just reminding each other that dark, the dark forces, the dark energy, whatever you want to call it, it's still good because when it comes into your life and it presents an obstacle personally or collectively as a couple, it is, it is meant then in that moment to stretch you into becoming a greater version of yourself. And so when you truly decide you're my person for hopefully forever, but maybe it's just for this chapter of my life or our lives, we we begin to just really treasure every moment that we have together, every day that we have together. I've lost a lot of people in my life very young. They were young um, in their passing. And uh, what I wouldn't give to get another moment with them. 
And I remember doing a plant medicine ceremony with him and we were doing it together. And I remember just seeing, looking over and seeing his face, just like, just fractaling away. It was like time. It was like spirit was just telling me, this is such precious time with this soul that you chose on this planet. Don't waste a second not appreciating them. Don't waste a second seeing their faults. Don't waste a second seeing what they're how, what they're not doing good enough. Or even the other side of that is comparing them to something else. Mm-hmm. Like if you can truly, truly just treasure this human in every second of every minute of every day that you get this opportunity to walk this path with them, it's like you will live so much more on purpose together and you will see things more beautiful. And it's a constant daily reminder. Uh, uh, there's days when we don't feel it at all. You know, we, we are on opposite sides of the planet. We're not connecting. We're not feeling each other. And in those moments, we have to call ourselves out to gratitude, to call it, go back to each other and just really focus on what we're grateful for with one another. And just a minute for me to say to Gonzalo, you mean so much. Like the other day we're driving here in Maui and I look at him just out of the blue and I say, you've changed my life. Mm. Like you came to my life as an angel. You've touched me. You've, you've moved me. You've made me better. And like, you could just feel his energy, his smile, his eyes, where he's like feeling appreciated Mm. and I'm feeling genuine. I'm really believing it and feeling it in the moment. So taking those moments to really tell people what they mean to you. It's everything. I love that. That's so pure. That reminds me of the other night. Sandy walked into our bedroom like five minutes after me and I was reading a book in bed. And she was like, oh my gosh, I need a picture of this and just took a picture. And I'm like, why? And I found out the next day and she just put it up on Instagram stories. But it was like, I freaking love this man. I remember five or 10, 10 years ago, whatever, or we started to fall in love, but we were long distance dating on opposite coasts. And I was in Boston and she was in California. And like, she basically in this paragraph, she said, I dreamed of getting into a warm bed together and being able to cuddle and read a book next to each other. And like, now it's and here right now. In the moment. Yeah. And I would cry myself to sleep, like dreaming of this moment. And now it's here. And I remember seeing it and just feeling so like emotional and touched, like, oh my gosh, like, it's so true. And we were reflecting on that in bed, like, Babe, remember, like we used to be FaceTiming and then go to bed. And now we're here with this beautiful view and the moon's out and we're reading a book together in bed and like just so and there'd incredible. be a three hour time difference. It'd be like 7 a.m. You're going to work. It's 4 a.m. And I'd FaceTime you and you're yeah. like, you're up. I'm like, yeah, I wake up early. No, I'm not up. <laughs> that was the only time that I knew I'd be able to see him that day. So I would like sacrifice and be like, yeah, I'm up. Yeah, like, I'm an early no, riser. I'm not up. So I'm not, sweet. I'm not up. But it was so crazy because at that time of life, it felt like so dramatic and so like all consuming and like, will there ever be an end to this phase? It just felt so heavy and hard. And I'm like, I would dream of a life where we could just be a normal couple that lived together and um, didn't have this distance between us that felt so heavy. Like we would count down like 64 sleeps till we get to see each other. (laughs) It's like, that's hard. That's so hard. We would be like three days left in our trip together. And Sandy would be like, okay, well, when's the next time we're seeing each other? I'm like, I would have to know right now. We're like in the moment, literally together. What what do you mean? I would get anxiety. Next time I'm like, well, we'll see each other tomorrow. And then the next day. And like, I'm like, so in the moment, in those moments, she's like, 
no, no, but when's the security of the next time yes. we're hanging so I can start counting down the sleeps? I'm like, there is no sleeps. We're literally sleeping in the same bed together today. It was so funny. But anyway, I think, well, we both held the vision yeah. of this life. And I think that's important. And I think in everything we've been talking about, like, if you do have a partner or want a partner, like coming together on the vision for your life and your family and for us, like we're about to have our second child in June, we're moving to Denver in April. Like there's so many visions that you have to come together on. But when you hold it clear in your mind and your heart and are aligned on it and feel it and it it feels right, like it it's gonna it's gonna happen. You don't know exactly how, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. And what I, what I will say really quickly is that, guys, I know there's probably a lot of people listening who are where we once were, mm-hmm. wishing that they had a partner to wake up to, wishing they had someone to do this life with. And the very the very act, the energy of wishing, will keep them at a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, the desiring and the intention. And most importantly, the all knowing that you're, we all have at least three soulmates, three soul partners. We do, we do. So all of you stop worrying that your person's not out there. They are. They're just waiting for you to let go or to allow. Because sometimes you've put up a wall to your heart and you're like, okay, no, you know, I I don't need anybody. I don't know. But deep down, you really do. So ask yourself, some of you are like, nope, I'm really great with where I'm at. Perfect. You're right where you need to be. When you're ready, that person will appear. But you really got to be real with yourself. Don't get down on yourself and think they're not there because they are there. But allow them to come into you. Allow them to come. Know that they're going to come. And that's for anything, whether it's business or for an answer. Like lastly, I I know we're we're, we could go all day, but I wanted to share the other day I had a... um, there was a dream that I had when I was a younger girl, a little girl, and I was going to um, be in a, a feature film one day. Okay. And, um, and I put, I, I, it had been whispering again, Steve Jobs talked about that. It's like the whispers. That's really spirit talking to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I put it out there. I'm like, Oh, I think I really am feeling that the whisper came in. I just let it go. It was just like, hmm. while we were here in Maui, I get a message from a friend of mine who says, I'm doing a feature film. I want you as the lead character. Aside, opposed, opposed, and I was like, okay, wait, <laughs> okay, but but you don't, you you haven't seen my acting yet. Well, you would have to really suck in order to not get this part, Christy. I really want you as this part. Wow. And so that was like, wow. And I shared with him. I just put this out there and hear you. And he believes the way I do that it's all divine appointments and magic. It's all magic. Once you ask for it, it will present itself once you let it go. And so he hasn't seen my, 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 uh, my acting yet. I just sent it to him. So if I don't show, if I, if you don't see me in a feature film, you'll know. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be in it. Wow. Definitely going to be in it. I'm so excited to watch it. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. (laughs) Anything with Christy Dryling is my vibe. (laughs) Um, I want to ask you, so do you have like a daily spiritual practice or is every day different? Do you like whatever guides you that day? And is it typically like a morning routine or do you have things you do throughout the day or do you have like a bedtime routine? Like what does Chrissy do to stay feeling like a high vibe and aligned in her life? Well, I can tell you what I don't do that gets me out of high vibe. And what I don't do is I don't meditate. If I don't meditate, uh, my day is not so beautiful. I was just sitting in my bed last night. My middle son's here. He lives on the island. 
and we were and he's a big meditator joe just spins a fan he's like mom you've got to get into those longer meditations working with the energy centers of the body i was like yes thank you for the reminder because i might do 20 minutes and that works but when you do a longer meditation like an hour and you're like oh christy she's crazy i don't have an hour well it's kind of like going to the bathroom like you make the time to go to the bathroom, you make the time to brush your teeth. And if you really understood that when you take the time to connect with source, miracles begin to show up for you. So mm -hmm. if you really want your life to work magically, effortlessly, you've got to connect with source. It's like not charging your cell phone. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to charge my cell phone. My, I have to get that in. Otherwise, I might be more reactive, less conscious, right? I, I might be so into my problems or thinking I'm not holding the door or I'm not really seeing somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that's really important to me is to see people really look in their eyes and see them. I remember I was talking to a super successful woman years ago, a friend of mine, and we were in this deep conversation, just connecting and that you could feel the energy. And all of a sudden her eyes wonder and she's somewhere else. I see her looking somebody up and down, like looking at what they're wearing. And I'm all of a sudden in that moment, I felt, wow, like I didn't feel like what I had to say was important anymore and, and, and something else is more important. So I, it, from that gift, I decided that anytime I'm with someone, I'm going to look them in the eyes and I, even if it's for a minute or a few moments or five moments, I'm going to really make sure that they see me and know that I see them and we're here together. And so, um, I share, I don't know, someone needed to hear that because it just came out, but reading, meditation, and a lot of times when Gons and I aren't rebuilding a house, uh, we're doing our Kabbalah together. We'll just do 30 minutes of Kabbalah and we'll work on that together. And then I work out um, and then I start my, my entrepreneurial day and go until usually six o'clock. Mm. And then um, these cool journals that we just got, pretty epic. So I'm going to keep that going at night because I've wanted to journal because Jim Rohn said he left all his journals for his kids. Um, he wrote in them and he left them for his kids. And it's the best gift you can give your family. And I haven't done that well. So that's my 2023 intention is to keep the journal going for the family. Wow. I love that. I really and I love, love the reminder to really be there with people. And I can feel that from you. Like when I'm with you, we were with you last week in Maui. When you ask a question or when you make a statement to someone, like you're fully locked in, you like mm -hmm. fully drop into their energy and you like hold that space so tight and you can feel it. It's so intentional and it's so rare. Like most people don't do that. Like people just reactively, Hey, how are you? They don't care what you're going to say. But mm -hmm. when you really drop in was you actually asked me, you pulled me aside. You're like, are you doing okay this week? Like, I feel like your energy's off. And I was like, I think my energy is off. Like I'm exhausted. I'm chasing a one-year-old and I'm pregnant and I'm tired and I don't think I'm myself. <laughs> and you were like, cons and I felt that. And I'm like, thank you for saying that. Like, that's like the most intentional thing someone said to me all week. And I just felt like seen in that moment, even though I'm still tired, even though I was still all the things I was like, wow. And then it made me think, even though I'm feeling this, like other people can feel it too. So I, I need to be more mindful of not hiding how I feel, but like being aware that my energy is like really affecting other people's energy too. So just being uh, more aware of like the vibe that I'm putting out. Well, I will say for you, you are such a light to us all. 
I mean, you are, you're such a beaming light. You're both of you, gosh, you guys just are a ray of sunshine. And so obviously when, when you're, when you're friends on this planet, you, you feel their energy shift and I'm sensitive to energy shifting as we all are, you know, it's that call for love. Sometimes it's a cry for love where someone also just needs a hug or they need to be seen or they need to know, I hear you, I feel you. And it's no, it's never a judgment, but it's just that place of like, I, I, another friend, I felt her off as well. And I went, are you okay? Yeah. And and this is what a lot of people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Really? You okay? Well, okay. There's just this one thing. Okay. I, (laughs) you want to talk about it? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think if we just did that for each other more, we don't have to say, oh, we're okay when we're not okay. No, I'm not okay right now. I need a hug. Right now, I just got into it with my partner and I just don't feel good. I just need someone to hold space for me or whatever. Like, it's okay to not be okay. It's that, have you heard that song? I'm going to send it to you guys. It was, it's okay to not be okay. I played it when I did a training in, in Britain. And it was like, the whole room was in tears. I'm going to send it to you. It was like literally incredible. Um, but I think we just, off, we always have to remind ourselves, we're going to have moments, we're going to, it's going to be season, seasonal, winter, autumn, you know, fall, whatever it might be, we, that's our time to go in. Maybe we're not okay. Maybe we're planting new seeds for our spring and summer, mm-hmm. right? We don't always have to be on top and know everything and be the best. That's the Western culture of conditioning us to just get burned up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. So, anyway. I remember, um, I'm trying to think how to word this. So when I look at you, like I, I just like admire you so much. I'm like, and I don't mean this in a way of like, I want to grow old like you, like you're not old, but you're older than me. You've lived longer than me. Your children are in their twenties. Right. And so, um, versus I'm like in the new mothering stage and I look at you and I'm like, man, when I'm her age or when my kids are in my twenties, like I want to live like her, like I want to be as mindful as her. I want to be that type of mom. I want to be the adventurous person that's like still traveling and doing all the things. And like, I see that in you. And I remember like complimenting you on that once. And you had like the most beautiful answer. It's going to make me cry. (laughs) But you said something like, um, you said like, I'm just a mirror or something like that. Like you were like, what you see in me is actually like what you have. I don't remember how you said it, but I was like, Oh my God, I love you even more. Mm, that's so beautiful yes and I feel the same it's like I think that a lot of times we see what other people are doing and we think I could never do that or they're so blessed they're so lucky a lot of people look at you guys you know you know just because we haven't been taught these things and they're thinking well my relationship's not as great as theirs they don't see behind closed doors the struggles they don't see what you had to do to get here right I mean people just they, they they don't see and so it's like everything though that we do see is a mirror of our shadow or it's a mirror of of what we're meant to experience our gifts and so it's like a lot of people get jealous of people who have great body or great you know business sense and energy and great attitude and they they compare themselves and i'm just like in my one of my books i say don't compete complete so recognize that If you're competing with someone, that means that you believe you'll never get it. But when you actually see something that someone has, and it creates a little bit of an insecurity or a jealousy, or maybe even a desire inside of you, desires better than the Mm -hmm. insecurity or jealousy, just recognize that that is the part of you that's waiting to be awakened. Mm -hmm. And, And it's saying you deserve that. 
this is the part, this, this girl right here, this guy right here, they are a mirror for you of the greatness that is inside of you that is ready to be awakened, awakening that giant within, awakening that goddess within. Do not ignore it. Do not, do not shame it. Don't think it's not possible because that is your possibility and it's probability. Mm, wow so amazing i just love you thank you so much for being here today um i'd love for our listeners to know well first of all if there's anything else on your heart like anything else that needs to come out you can of course share that and then i'd love for you to tell everyone how they can find you how they can stay connected with you um i want people to get connected to your books and just know how to follow along with you in your life and get more of christy oh thanks guys well you can, of course, follow me on Instagram. I really don't post on Facebook as much anymore, but Instagram, Christy Dryling Beauty. I offer master classes. I just started doing that because I really love teaching. I have an energy of money master class coming up. I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. If you if you want more money and want to make more money, that is the class to get involved with. Um, and at my books, I have LOL, which is a fabulous book. Um, if you just really need to pick me up, it's, it's the rags to riches story of me living in a car behind a pizza hut and then building an empire and the spiritual journey it took to get there. But mm-hmm. other than that, just message me. If you have a question, you need something addressed or answered. I'm here to serve you. I want to give my, and share my life more this year going into 2023. So I just want to share more and give more. So I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. I'll go live with it and talk about it and, you know. Of course, um, I'm just grateful to share the space with you both. You're beautiful. I can't wait to share more with you and watch your journey as you both evolve into being, you know, the king and queen you are. Like you are called for more. You are called to do such massive things in this world. And just know that you've got friends here around you to support you that, you know, we will hold you higher and celebrate you in all your wins. Mm. I love you you so much. Thank Thank you, you. Christy. Um, we'll definitely link your Instagram and um, definitely send that song too that you referenced. I want to put that in the show notes too. Yes, the books and I think Kabbalah one. We'll get all of Christy's links in the show notes. You're the best. Thank you so much, Christy. We love you. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. 